Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Uncork Corner podcast. I'm Nick. I'm here with my co-host, Bianca, and we're excited to have a real treat on the podcast today. It's a real treat cookies. <laughs> um, these are cookies that from they're designed to be paired with uh, different alcohols and different foods and things. So this is uh, an exciting one to try. It definitely meshes well with what we've been doing. We've gotten to try a lot of different cool, unique beverages uh, on the podcast, and we're excited to get to try them with these awesome cookies. So Jackal, let's have you introduce yourself and uh, we'll get into the tasting after. Yay. Hey guys, thanks so much for having me on. Um, this is going to be so much fun. I love doing live tasting. So I'm, uh, I'm the founder of Real Treat. I'm Jacqueline Day. And uh, at Real Treat, we are all about making really delicious, indulgent, organic food and primarily cookies. We have two lines of cookies. The, lines, the line of cookies that you're going to try today uh, is from our top shelf line. And those are the cookies that are really creative flavors that are designed for the grown-up palate. These are not cookies that you would necessarily put in your kid's lunchbox. I mean, my kid, yes, but she was, you know, she's born with my freaky palate. So she happens to love them. <laughs> but these are, these are really cookies for grown-ups. And uh, we're based in Western Canada. We make all of these ourselves in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, um, west of Calgary. And uh, we've been doing this for uh, about five and a half years now. Awesome. So, so you guys I are first... doing a lot of, oh, go ahead, Bianca. Jumped right in on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys are doing a lot of cool stuff. So I was just going to ask how you came up with the idea in the beginning. Like what was like the very beginning pinnacle that said, okay, this is, we have to do this. This is like such a great <laughs> idea. Well, I should one of the important things about our brand that I should have mentioned before already is that we are, everything we make is certified organic. So um, part of what was the, the passion and inspiration for starting my brand was that um, I care a lot about organics. I'm very in, in, uh, invested in organic agriculture. And um, I also really love cookies and I love treats and I love food that tastes good. And um, you know, I've been making cookies my whole life and I'm, I'm passionate about flavor and I, you know, I've always cooked creatively, but when I went looking for a cookie that was indulgent and yummy and also organic, what I found was, well, there weren't really any options There were a bunch of, you know, um, in the natural organic food space, the treat aisle tends to be dominated by functional food and, and things for people with dietary restrictions. And they're really wasn't anything that was yummy um, and uh, and made with butter. We're also the only organic cookie that's being made with butter too, which is another distinguishing factor. So um, when I noticed that that didn't exist for people like me, I was really inspired to start something. But then of course, when I create something at half, um, <laughs> anybody who knows me wouldn't be surprised that I had launched my company with a bunch of wacky flavors because that's what I like to do. I like to challenge people's um, expectations for what a traditional food category is maybe supposed to taste like or how it's meant to be experienced. And uh, so the real treat, the top shelf flavors, um, which is what we launched the company with, are really inspired by really great meals that I've had at awesome restaurants and trips I've taken to France and great barbecue I've had in the American South and all these kinds of great flavors that I associate with my favorite stories that really um, inspire a lot of what I what I make in my kitchen. But uh, really, that was what compelled me to make these flavors into a cookie. 
Great. And I first ran into you actually on touchamodern.com. I always like looking oh, through there and seeing uh, cool. all the crazy stuff that they have on there. Um, and I started cooking. <laughs> I'm like, wow, these sound awesome. How do I get my hands on these? And uh, right on. I figured it'd be a perfect fit to get to try them with you live. Um, so cool. So I know I've gotten to uh, try. I've tried one of each. I snuck into them a bit. <laughs> I brought them to Bianca the other day. She's got all the uh, nice packaging and everything because she's the one that does all the photographs. So she'll have those with nice. her and we both have them and we're ready to get into a uh, tasting if you want to dig that's right so, into that. That's so cool. Can I, um, can I guide it a little bit? You yeah, you're the that? master. We're I would say that we, that we yep. should definitely uh, think about doing this like a flight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? So, um, and you know, when you're tasting flights of beer or flights of uh, of wine, you want to start with the more delicate flavors, right? So the one we're going to start with then tonight is our lemon sable with herbe de Provence. And that one, I believe you're pairing with champagne or Prosecco. You got I that? only had rosé Prosecco, so I hope that works. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it can work. Well, um, you'll tell me. Make it work. <laughs> I have regular, we'll so we'll get to do I thought I had regular and I didn't. It was, I took it out and I was like, oh my God, it's pink. <laughs> it'll be great. I'm sure it'll be great. Now, when approaching these, would you recommend having some of the drink first, then the cookie, and then maybe chasing with the drink or go straight to the cookie? How would you recommend the best way to? I think you could ready your palate with a small sip of a drink, like to get, you know, get those notes going. Um, and then I would have a, once that, once the alcohol has kind of left your palate a little bit, you know, the burn is gone, then yeah, then I would go into the, go into the cookie. You'll find this one is, um, is buttery. Buttery. So let's see, let's sit out now. As I dig in on camera, I'm sure the listeners are loving this. So, well, so I'll talk to, I'll talk a little bit about what I expect you're going to be experiencing and you'll tell me if I'm on the mark. So I think that, um, you know, with that cookie, but really all of our cookies, it'll start off tasting one way and then it'll kind of evolve on your palate, much like a nice wine will, right? So you'll, at first you're getting that, that butteriness and probably a lot of herbaceousness, right? A lot of thyme and rosemary and lavender. And then as it kind of works its way through your palate, you'll get that fresh burst of uh, fresh lemon. We zest all the lemons in house and use fresh lemon juice. There's no artificial or in parentheses, natural even flavoring going on there. It's all food, right? So, so you'll have that herbaceousness, the buttery, the sweet, the fresh citrus in the finish. And then, um, and then it should just kind of mellow out to a nice buttery, sweet, that's great. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you guys tasty. had cheese too, uh, I would suggest, you know, pairing that one with a nice brie or a, a really fresh um, goat cheese is also really nice with that one. I could definitely see myself putting that on a cheese board, but I, ah. I oh, yeah. love anything lemon. Like I, Nick knows I'm all about like the sour, everything, tart, everything. So I love <laughs> the lemon. It's very good. But yeah, that cookie actually, and the next one we're going to try, they do go on a lot of a lot of cheese boards we have a number of fine cheese shops that sell this cookie i could definitely see that being paired with different cheese and things and for the taste yeah you Mm -hmm. hit the nail on the head definitely first thing i got when i took the first bite was like a wash like butteriness over Mm -hmm. my mouth and then you get some of that like you were talking about the herbaceousness as well 
um, that comes in and then that lemon on the end, especially after chasing it with a little bit of the Prosecco and really letting it wash over. And like, I felt like the lemon really came on strong at the end. You could really start tasting. It was building awesome. and building in the tongue. So That's that was, so a, cool. yeah, very tasty. <laughs> right on. So after, and we've had a little, a little trip to um, Provence with that, that cookie and that wine experience. And uh, so next we're going to kind of go to um, Florence, go to Tuscany a little bit with some fennel and, um, and, you know, the Tuscans might challenge our choice of beverage. <laughs> so let's pretend we're, we're Belgians visiting. <laughs> the next one is our uh, salted caramel shorty with fennel. So this cookie we make, um, uh, we make our own caramel as well. So we make chunks of salted caramel that we smash up with sledgehammers and, and bake into that cookie with whole fennel seeds. And, um, and then we let the, we actually let the dough sit for a period of time um, to let the, the flavor from the fennel seed really permeate the cookie. So again, kind of like the lemon one, you've got a little bit of, of sweet and savory. Uh, so that one's also another great one to have with cheese, but we really like this one um, as opposed to wine, which we just had. We really like to enjoy this one with a nice Belgian ale that's got a nice balance between sweet and bitter. Um, this is one that I was excited to try too, because this yeah. is also a new one for me with this uh, beer, the Belgian. I went to my local liquor store, as I was saying before we jumped on here, and it's Naranka <laughs> Back to Black. Uh, Noir de Gautienes, Gautienes, however you pronounce that. Yeah. Uh, that's a new one. Um, cool. So, yeah, Nick it's the first on the beer, too. It. I like that but one. Initial reaction before I chase it. Um, definitely more of the buttery taste on this. Mm -hmm. And then you can definitely taste that fennel as well at the end. Um, I don't get the same sweetness and citrusiness that I did on the last one. It's just more of a mellow, buttery, smooth cookie. Um, mm -hmm. almost like a biscuit. It's a uh, very tasty though. So far. Cool. Yeah. It's a just, bread, yeah. That one, I so. just love that. It smells like the salted caramel. Like it hits you before you even eat it. <laughs> it's nice. so nice. It's like an overall like experience with the cookie, <laughs> but it definitely has a nice cool. salty flavor, which is awesome. Um, and it's interesting because I never would think to pair those two things. So it's very <laughs> cool. Cool. That's fun. I'm so glad you're enjoying that. I went rogue and I paired it with a maple cream stout and it is, oh. very, it's very good. <laughs> I bet that would be awesome. Yeah. I had it in the fridge. Nick gave it to me. It's actually from nice. Maine. And I was like, I had, I could try it with the Belgian, but I was like, this seems like it'd be a perfect pairing. It's very, very tasty together. No, oh, I like your rogue styles. I think that would be, I can imagine <laughs> that being very good. Yeah. Bianca so far came in with a rosé Prosecco and a maple <laughs> cream beer. She's definitely hasn't hit the market. I'm excited to see what she brought for the next two. I promise I have the scotch and I have the red wine. So we're good with those two. Brilliant. Right. The, the suggested pairings were, you know, um, I bring your own creativity to it. Why not? Right. Yeah. Like you guys have great palettes too. I'm sure you could, um, I, I'm, you know, I want to try the things that you've paired down with them. Bianca. Also, um, this beer, by Highly the way, recommend. just to give this beer a little bit of review, this is also delicious. Uh, Bianca, I think you would yeah. probably like this as well because it does have a lot of, um, almost a bitteriness that you'd get in like a sour fermented type of beer as well. So again, it's the Durank back to black. Apparently the uh, importer around here near me went out of business. So they oh. might not have this one again for a while. 
So they oh. told me I got it at just the right time to try it. Uh, but the guy that sure. ran the store said that it's one of his favorites. He said it's delicious. So nice. if you can find it, give it a try. It's tasty. Cool. I'm so glad we steered you well. <laughs> so now I'm going to, the next one we're going to try, it's going to be quite a departure, especially texture wise from the last two. So the last ones really have kind of a, uh, that shortbread mouthfeel. This next cookie is a, it's a crunchy cookie. Um, and so this one is our dark chocolate chunk with smoked pecans. So we smoke the nuts in house with applewood. So you should get some of that nice smoke on the nose. And Bianca, I gotta check in with you because it looks like you might have the wrong cookie. Uh-oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you were, I think you were trying the double dark chocolate. I totally was. Totally. Which is incredible, by the way, but we're not there yet. <laughs> I put them in front of the we're wrong there. boxes when I took them yeah. out. But I can tell the look on your face was like, smoky? I'm not gonna like, smoky. Yeah, I was like, that's not the right flavor. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one is all smoke. You definitely get that on the nose, especially. And um, I know when we were preparing for this, you said uh, not to really clash it with a really peated scotch. But this is the one that you suggested a nice smoky scotch to go with. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Or I mean, and uh, single malt specifically. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I ended up going with. I found something mid range. Cool. Went with the Glendronach 12 Highland uh, single malt. Yeah, I it's the first Glendronach. time. Um, yeah. Strength and Scotch podcast. Shout out to those guys. Uh, we had them on recently to do a whole episode on smoky scotches and smoking foods. I've been listening to them for years. Nice. I'm big into smoking food. So I'm excited to hear. We're definitely going to talk a little bit about the process of smoking the nuts before <laughs> we go on. Um, yeah. But this is one that I grant recommended from them and cool. it hasn't led me astray so far it's delicious so i'm a big scotch guy and a whiskey so when you suggested mm -hmm. this one i got really excited um <laughs> and i knew exactly which bottle i wanted to pick up to try out so let's try the uh cookie that's so great that is an interesting cookie i like it it's different it's definitely different i don't think i've ever had anything like that before <laughs> it's cool with the scotch because i wouldn't have i don't know i guess i never would have thought like to pair those two things but i love them together they're very interesting great i'm so glad to hear it i'm sure I, nick's gonna love it <laughs> ideally you would if, if you were able you'd pop them in a just a low oven for a couple of minutes before tasting them just yep. to get that dark chocolate a little bit melty yep. um i heated them up before starting and the chocolate's still a little melty the cookie's not nice. warm anymore but the chocolate is still melty so okay. good yeah, we use 70% dark chocolate um, in those. And I, I find that, uh, you know, using a chocolate that's not very sweet really works well with the smoke. And then it lets the nuttiness shine as well. Yeah. And so that one's a lot of fun. Dark chocolate, everything is it's so mm. good. So yeah. good. And with the smoky flavor, it's even better. It's like, it's a great accent. Cool. I really like it. Yeah, that's I'm like so a like perfect it. match. That's probably yeah. going to be my favorite cookie on the plate. <laughs> I love that. Is it the cookie or the pairing? <laughs> it, I think it's the cookie, but the pairing doesn't cool. hurt. The pairing you doesn't know, hurt. <laughs> and Nick, it's not a surprise that you like that cookie. Um, not to say that you're unoriginal, but men like that cookie a lot. Like we sell a ton of that cookie to, to, to guys, especially like Father's Day. We sell a ton of it. We actually almost called that cookie the dude. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and um 
and then uh and then it didn't go with the other the other flavor names so we dropped it but yeah it's it's a it's a guy's favorite cookie super tasty nice i'm with, not nice with good bourbon too yeah i definitely have that over there too so maybe i'll have to give that one a try next out of the room Excellent. but that's uh i'm not as into sweet and tart and uh, things like that and fruity as much as i am i love a good chocolate good dark chocolate and something more along those lines and that is just it hits the nail on the head the nuttiness is perfect in it um you get that right in the end there with the pecans and the chocolate is awesome especially when you melt it and heat it up it uh, cool. i can't get enough of that one that's <laughs> great i love to hear that that's so good so you guys ready for dessert now? I mean, I'm I know you've had dessert. three cookies, but, <laughs> but this is the dessert cookie. I already cheated and ate dessert. <laughs> <laughs> dessert. First. Happy accident, right, Bianca? It was. Um, I already know I love it. <laughs> so this one, this is our double dark chocolate with a twist. And the twist in this cookie is a little bit of candied lemon peel. So again, we make that in-house. Um, Thankfully, I have an awesome team that puts up with my wacky ideas and we uh, we peel those lemons and candy them in house and chop them up and pair that with that dark chocolate. And that was for me really inspired by those, you know, those really yummy chocolate covered dried citrus peels that come over from Italy at Christmas time. I love that flavor. Can't get enough with it. And um, so that's what that cookie's all about. And if you got you what? Red wine do you have with it? I'm assuming you, you've got one. I have a, uh, a Zinfandel. A Zinfandel, a perfect. Yes. Which is not my favorite, yeah. I will say. I'm not a big wine guy, but this is yeah. not my favorite wine. I tried it before the cookie, but mm -hmm. I, I won't recommend this wine. No. <laughs> it's a no, that, but, but the the great variety, like the Zinfandel style in particular, or that wine you drink that? It's my first uh, Zinfandel, so I oh. don't know. Uh, yeah. Seven Deadly Zins. It was like 15 okay. bucks. I don't know if it's a good one or not. Probably not, but uh, that's the one that I found. Yeah. Well, I mean, like any, you know, as I know, you know, and like any wine variety, there's, you know, the good and the bad. Um, but pairing with, you know, pairing red wine with chocolate, of course, is classic. Pairing it with chocolate that is also sweeter and buttery is a little bit more of a challenge. So that's why... Uh, you know, a Zinfandel or even the sparkling, the sparkling red, um, that's at the dry end of a, of a dessert wine. The Italian I, ones, yeah. the words escaped me. Hang on a second. I know I've got it. That would have been awesome. Um, the Lambrusco Dolce. I don't know if you've ever that's had one of those. One. Yeah, it's, um, you actually serve it chilled. It's a red wine that's bubbly and nice. you serve it chilled and it's just, it, it's just a little bit fairly sweet not as sweet as a dessert and for that one would also be really good the zinfandel that i have had several times is the uh the coppola diamond zinfandel mm -hmm. and we love all coppola wines so we mm -hmm. i mean i knew i would like the wine so yeah. nick you should have asked me for recommendation <laughs> i should have there you go i should have uh, that's what i'm here for <laughs> now on the cookie i mm -hmm. will say this one most interesting texture so far because it started off crunchy and then it seemed to melt in my mouth. Mm -hmm. It was super tasty, super Great. chocolatey. Um, and then at the end, I definitely get that sort of citrus freshness and uh, almost on your breath yeah. afterward, like you can taste yeah. it on your tongue. It's 
Perfect. Excellent. That's exactly the journey you, I expected you to take with that. So I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah, that's a rich cookie. I think it's a toss up for me. It's a, between oh. that and the lemon. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're both great. Cool. That's um, what well, we aim to make four very unique cookies. You know, I think that um, if you look at most, most cookie brands, what they'll do is they'll like create one cookie base and then they'll flavor it six different ways. That's really not what we're doing. We're creating like very unique um, standalone formulas. So I'm so glad that, uh, <laughs> that you picked up on that and enjoyed it. That's so cool. And I think uh, definitely the pairings enhance it. If you mm -hmm. have the opportunity to have these things and try them with the cookies, because uh, I, like I said, I tried them all before, but I didn't try them all with the pairings and they were all good before, but by themselves, I feel like you don't really get the experience that you get when you get to chase mm -hmm. it with something or uh, lead it up with something uh, that is similar that complements it. It really makes it more of a whole mouth, like rich experience. Right on. Um, one thing that I'm curious about, as you said, you have multiple lines. So the other lines that you have, are they also kind of quirky flavors or are they more <laughs> um, of a traditional sweet sort of dessert yeah. cookie? So um, we started with Top Shelf. Top Shelf is my art, really. Um, that's my, my creative expression in cookie form. Um, and you know, once I got into that line for, after a couple of years, I looked around and realized that there still wasn't anybody making a really good organic cookie in the flavors we all grew up with. Um, you know, the ones that were, we were getting out of our grandma's kitchen ovens after school and stuff like that. So I started pantry. So real treat pantry is more traditional flavors. Um, again, what sets ours apart, like, you know, we're talking flavors like oatmeal, raisin, chocolate chunk. Um, my grandma's brown sugar shortbreads in there. We also have uh, dark chocolate almond with sea salt, um, which happens to be wheat-free. So my gluten-free friends like that one. Um, and uh, so they're, you know, they're certainly more, they're flavors you would expect, but we go out of our way to execute them really well, right? So like those oatmeal raisin cookies have really fat, juicy raisins in them and cinnamon and they're really buttery and the texture's awesome. And the chocolate chunk cookie, we're using the same great chocolate we use in our top shelf line. Um, so it's not, it's not a Chips Ahoy by any means, but it is, a, you know, a great cookie for people who love chocolate chunk cookies. So, um, so that is our more traditional line. And again, certified organic and made with butter. And you can certainly taste the butter. One of the things about, um, about the cookies we make is that, and I think, well, I'd like to hear your feedback on this. I, I believe that our cookies are so flavorful, whether it's this line or our pantry line, that they're pretty satisfying, right? Like they're not, we're not just relying on sugar for flavor in either cookie line. It's about the, the really good quality ingredients. So you can have one or two and be, you know, be good, be satisfied. Yep. Whereas if you grab like, well, I mentioned chips, so I not to pick on chips ahoy, but like <laughs> a regular, like a, a palm oil based sugar first grocery cookie, let's say that. And you'll like, you could polish off an entire row of those bad boys and still not feel satisfied because it's crappy, right? Crappy ingredients. Um, so, you know, so that's a big priority for, for everything we make is that we're very driven by great ingredients. And then in addition to cookies, well, we have a holiday line as well. So we make really great ginger cookies that have 
that are a little bit wacky because they're, uh, they have chunks of candied ginger and they're super spicy and um, those are really good. And we make a spiced pecan shortbread um, that's made with ground nuts. And that one's really fun too. And that's just at Christmas time. But what we're in the soft launch phase for now, so I'll give you a little um, sneak peek is that we're making, uh, we've just soft launched a line of drinking chocolate that is totally awesome. And drinking chocolate is different from hot chocolate. Do you know, do you know what the difference is between drinking chocolate and hot chocolate? Yeah. Drinking no. chocolate tends to be richer, right? <laughs> very. Yeah. So it's, and it's not very sweet. So it's thicker. It's um, unlike a, you know, a cocoa that you would maybe mix with water or and put marshmallows in. This is like you're melting chocolate into milk or nut milk. And then we incorporate spices in ours because we don't do very much. That's just straight up. So we have, we have one that's our ancho chili drinking chocolate. That's a bit spicy. It's got some nice, nice heat. Um, that's the then, one for me like right I there. I can tell there. you and my wheels are spinning. I'm excited for that one. Every I'm podcast, a... Nick sneaks in something about spicy. Food. Always. Oh so, yeah. Always. Okay. Well, we'll have to get you some of that then. Definitely. Um, and then we've got our aromatic one that does have aromatic spices in it. It's not as spicy, but. And that one's um, Bianca because she's more of a gin okay. drinker. So I do <laughs> it's, that's going to be her. <laughs> cool. But all in on those spices and to kind of pull it back a little bit to where you want our feedback on that. I totally agree. These aren't cookies that, you know, I'm going to want to shovel down a whole sleeve of. They're something that you're going to go slower and really mull over the flavors and think on them a bit more. And I think that's why the pairing is also important because it gets you to like, I've never spent longer eating and thinking about half of a cookie in my life because I'm thinking about it and waiting for the flavors to develop. Um, and it's the same kind of strategy. I mean, strategy approach that I take to drinking where I don't want to, you know, sit here and pound eight domestic beers. I'm going to pick a good kind of mm -hmm. unique beer and mull it over for 30 minutes to an hour and just kind of take it slow or same with scotch. I'm going to sip on a scotch. I'm going to think about yeah. it. I'm going to kind of work those nose and mouth muscles and try to pull out tastes and smells. And mm -hmm. I'm doing the same thing with these cookies and approaching it that way. It makes it more of the experience that we always talk about and less of just something that you're eating. Oh, that's so great. You guys, I can't tell you how, how, uh, how great it is to share cookies with people who get it, you know, who will stop and savor them and, um, and, you know, get what we're doing over here. It's, it's super fun for me. So fun for us too. Trust me. <laughs> it is. So thanks for that. That's Cookie so tasting. <laughs> nice. And I, I, Nick knows I've done a lot of wine tastings with you know, cheese and chocolate and all different, all different things. I mm -hmm. pretty much pair wine with every dish, but I've never actually gone to pair with cookies. And I love that. <laughs> it's, I mean, it makes so much sense. Um, and one other thing I love about your cookies, which is different than a lot of them. I, a lot of cookies come, they're really soft. I love when they have like a little bit of crunch. So I love that they have that because mm -hmm. I lean in that direction anyway. Like I'd rather mm -hmm. burn my cookies a little bit <laughs> if I'm mm -hmm. making them myself than not. So I love that these try. have that crunch, but you still get all the flavor. Like it's not like a burnt flavor. It's a perfect flavor, but you still get a little bit of that soft when you heat it up, but you end a little bit of crunch at the same time. So that's- Thank you. I think so. I mean, texture is really important, right? Um, yeah. So I'm told, I bet you're, I bet you're like me. I bet you eat the brownies out of the corner of the pan too. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every <Yep>. time. <laughs> we overcook our pizza. We do everything. 
That's we ordered everything well done. <laughs> not not me, Nick. No, I shouldn't have gone there. No, yeah, we actually on the pizza note, we when we order our pizza, we then put it on a pizza stone in our oven, like when we order it in, so we get like that nice. Yeah, so on the same page. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we're a big. Uh, we're a big pizza family. We always make our own pizza, yeah. and whenever I make it, pizza stone get a nice crispy bottom. It's perfect. Uh-huh. Overcooked yep. the cheese just a little bit, so yep. you get a nice crunch on top. That's uh, what we like. But I know uh, Bianca is known to bring cheese boards and platters and extravagant uh, layouts to every family party. So I'm sure these cookies are going to end up making it on there. And you'll uh, see one on Sunday. And I might include the cookies because I have them. Oh, cool. I might as well. It's a dessert board. It's an Easter board. You got to do it. (laughs) Yeah. I'll bring the I look forward to seeing some pictures then. Oh, you'll get pictures. (laughs) Nick knows. I always share the pictures. (laughs) That's so great. This has been fun. Yeah, um, a lot of fun. I know you wanted to ask about the smoking of the nuts. Yes. So I thought I would tell you a little story about that. Sure. So when when I was developing all these flavors, all these cookies, we're big on barbecue in my house. We have, how many smokers do we have back there now? I think we've got three. Like we love, we're, I mean, we love food, but um, my partner is is big on, on working the smoker all summer long. So we were... Um, we were going to be having a few people over barbecue the next day and I was in product development mode, but then I woke up at like 4am and went smoker smoking tomorrow. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta smoke some nuts. I have to figure out if I can smoke some nuts. And so then I stole the smoker before you could get any meat on there and, uh, and got and smoked some nuts and, and got them into a cookie. And it was like the first batch was just, Oh yeah, that's yeah. That's a winner. So here's a, I'm big into smoking foods. I went, when I moved from my parents' house to my apartment, I went from two smokers to zero. Oh and, uh, yeah, you then can't I, do that. I had a um, <laughs> failed experiment last year where I bought a new one for my girlfriend's uh, little vacation house. And that smoker after three uses ended up rusting out on me. So I had to return it oh. to Lowe's. So I'm on the hunt for a new one. Mm-hmm. But I have never tried smoking nuts or really any desserts. I've considered doing pies and stuff before, but I haven't gotten myself to do it yet. It's mm-hmm. all been the traditional barbecue meats and then some other appetizers, mac and cheese, things like that. When you're smoking the nuts, what's the, I guess, time and temperature is a big one when it comes to smoking. Cause obviously mm-hmm. you're not smoking to a certain internal temperature. No, you can't stick a thermometer inside a pecan. No. Um, and <laughs> are you just putting yeah. it in some sort of uh, maybe like a porous basket like a strainer so the smoke really gets around it or is it just in a you yeah. know, little container on there what are you doing with that well we're getting into like trade secret territory <laughs> okay right. in but general i can share a couple of things with you in general so, if you were to google general, it what's top result <laughs> um i don't know how other people are doing it i just kind of came up with my own way and didn't bother i mean now it's occurring to maybe i maybe there's a better way and i should have googled it i don't know but what we do works really well so we um we take our nuts and uh and we wrap we 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 wrap them in cheesecloth essentially which involves a lot of metal clips <laughs> hmm. um and then we uh you know as far as temperature with the smoker we really just try and keep just enough temperature to keep smoke moving we don't want to roast those nuts because they're going to go in the oven when we bake the cookie. And, and what we want is that nice smoke flavor, not roasted overcooked flavor, right? So we keep it, it's a pretty cool running uh, smoker. And the timing really, well, it's like 
you smoke, you know what it's like. Depends on the weather, depends on how windy it is outside. You know, when we're smoking in the middle of February, it takes a little bit longer in Western Canada when it's like minus 10 outside <laughs> Celsius, not Fahrenheit, but still. Um, so that it really is a driven by senses. We stop, we taste, we know we're, when we're there and, uh, and we go from there, but you know, we're doing a, we're, uh, you know, around about a kilo at a time. So it's a, it's a process, um, but we use our Weber Rocky Mountain smoker. There's a plug for Weber. They should send me a free smoker. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they should sponsor your show. There you um, go. So yeah, and it's, and we use exclusively Applewood. We did try out a couple of other woods, um, but Applewood I find is the nicest flavor. Um, some people think our cookie tastes like bacon sometimes. And I think that's, that's the, the Applewood residence, yeah. right? I mean, a baking um, cookie would be good. <laughs> it would be the uh, not so shelf stable, and <laughs> um, <true. laughs> yeah. So, but it, I mean, it was an idea. Um, but yeah, meat in a cookie. Yeah. Um, we that's how we stuck with the applewood nuts because we kind of achieved that. that yep. Right. And I think that's definitely probably a friendlier smoke than going with a mm -hmm. mesquite or a hickory or something like that, where you're going to have a lot oh, yeah. more of the smoke and it's some of that more yeah fruit wood. Um, yeah, and we really needed something that was going to play well with the chocolate too. Yeah, and it be distinct but friendly, right? Definitely. So that's how we kind of landed on that. What yeah. is the craziest flavor you've played with? Oh gosh, that's such a great question that I'm so unprepared for. Um, <laughs> Sorry, because <laughs> I haven't thought about this in a while. I think we played with ginger and chocolate a bit because um, a. Uh, I know a really good chocolate maker who puts some candy ginger in their chocolate and it's great. It didn't work very well baked though. So I just buy her chocolate bar now and enjoy that. Um, definitely, you know, when we were coming out with uh, the chocolate cookie, that was probably the one that was, that took the most, had the most options. It was like, you do chocolate and orange, chocolate and lemons, chocolate and ginger, chili chocolate. There was, I really liked our chili chocolate cookie a lot. Um, but there was another one out there and kind of in the same space. And we thought, eh, we're trying to be different. You know, that's part of what we do is that we're making flavors nobody else is doing. So, um, you know, I won't say that I thought my chocolate chili cookie was better but you know it might have been um, you can say it. I, I think we landed was. on it probably was <laughs> but I, it wasn't to at first no I but I really uh I really like the experience of our chocolate cookie that has the lemon because I it as Nick said the lemon comes through just in the finish it's kind of a like yeah. a you know a little surprise um whereas with the chili it tends to really dominate so I think we yeah. landed in the right place with that I would say those those are probably the craziest ones I remember. That was some time ago, Bianca. Thanks for. Uh, if you're looking for, I'll probably a think of a bunch after. Try. If you're looking for a fun ginger combination, one of our uh, previous guests in the podcast, Boston Harbor Distillery, who makes oh, yeah. some really cool uh, stuff, and they do a lot of different interesting finishes and things. They actually mm -hmm. came out with a uh, maple ginger scorpion pepper whiskey called Dino. Come on. Yeah. Nick loves talking about this. Thing. I love talking about this because, <laughs> again, I always ginger, sneak spice in here. Scorpion. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think, have to try that. Yeah. So it's not spicy in the way of like a fireball, like a cinnamon uh, mm. whiskey type of deal. It's way better. It is um when you drink it, uh, the way they describe it, you get the heat from the pepper 
And I tend to get it more, you know, back of the tongue throat with the scorpion pepper. Yeah. It's not like a tingly, like lip spice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get the maple and then you get the ginger and it's like a sequence of events that comes through. Uh, it's, cool. it's a really, really cool whiskey. If you're not big into spice, which I know like some people in my family aren't, um, they mm-hmm. didn't like it as much, but mm-hmm. everyone that can tolerate spice and that likes putting spices on their foods and hot sauce and things loves it. Because I think I'd be all over that. that. I'm going to have to, to track that down. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely delicious. It's, um, really complex in a way that like the, just like your cookies where, you know, the different flavors come through at different times, but the whole mm-hmm. experience together really makes it a really fun thing to drink. And if you, nice. uh, yeah, but there's a little, um, Cool. I guess hint for you for your next cookie. I want something to pair with that. So make me a maple okay. ginger scorpion pepper cookie. And then you can incorporate your ginger too. Okay. Well, we've got no shortage of maple. There you here, go. As, as you well know. So. I'm in, I'm in Maine. Oh, yeah, working on that. So we're, okay. uh, yeah. So you're maple friendly too. Exactly. <laughs> it's all around. That's so great. No, I got to try that. It sounds awesome. I love plugging that one. I always got to sneak some spice in. It's yeah. Like, we're going to have to get you some of our drinking chocolate for sure. (laughs) Definitely. Uh, So on that note, where can people get their hands on these cookies? Because I'm sure after listening to this, everyone's going to want to try some. (laughs) Well, the uh, Path of Least Resistance is our website, which is realtreat.ca because we're in Canada. Um, But we are, our cookies are available at, you know, over a hundred independent retailers throughout the U.S. now um, and, uh, and, you know, more in Canada where if you go onto our website, you can actually go and click on uh, stockists and put your zip code in there and it'll help you find a retailer that's nearby. Not every retailer carries every cookie, um, but you should be able to, to track them down. If you don't find one near you, just you know place them on our website. We offer free shipping with pretty reasonable minimums and we ship them all over the world. I shipped some cookies to Amsterdam this morning, so. Um, Wow. Yeah. So we loved, yeah, it's, it's so fun. We got, I don't know if you can see, well, your listeners won't be able to see, but for the benefit of the listeners, I have a map over my shoulder Hmm. and every time we get an order from a new place, we get, you know, we stick some pins in there and it's getting pretty, it's getting pretty filled up, which makes me smile. Nice. And Mm -hmm. um, when you sell these cookies, uh, retailers and your website, is it all individual flavor wise, or do you sell them in the whole, I guess, little panel, like the uh, top shelf line, for example, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you offer the sample packs, but in the retailers, is it the same way or can you get just the individual flavors? Yeah, no, retailers, you buy them individually. You can purchase them either individually or as bundles on our website. Um, We also have them, those top shelf flavors you tried today. We have them in really fun little packages that are are great for like stocking stuffers and and stuff like that um but uh yeah no it uh i don't i'm not aware of any of our retailers selling them in bundles maybe they are and they're not telling me but so those uh, gift collections look perfect for gifting and i'm always looking for different things and i think they're well done thank you yes we do have gift boxes um that we do for all kinds of occasions that sometimes it's just our cookies in there and sometimes we pair with some other really great local producers and and uh and put some pairings in there too. Unfortunately, we can't ship them with booze in them. So we don't get to <laughs> create a gift box that has all the great pairings you guys tried tonight because our, uh, our rules are pretty strict up here. But um, but yeah, we do pair them with some other um, non-boozy things that are really fun too. And where you can, can go our, buy your booze at uh, any store near you. <laughs> yeah, do it. That's, that's right. right. You can't. Right. <laughs> or you can just go borrow some from Nick. <laughs> yeah. There you go. 
always and where ready can to everyone share. follow you on social media and find you on your website that yeah thanks that. so website is realtreat.ca our instagram is realtreat kitchen and that's our facebook too and our twitter is not very interesting but it's realtreat kitsch so that tends to be um not as not as busy as our insta is but we we post lots of content to our instagram and our facebook so we would we would love to uh to engage with your community there perfect yeah, we'll uh, have links down in the description for you as well uh, for any listeners out there um, to the website, to the Instagram and everything. So uh, yeah, we had such a great time tasting the cookies, pairing so them up. much fun. Yep, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I look forward to trying some of that. What was it? It was ancho chili drinking chocolate. Ancho chili drinking chocolate. That we'll get some out to you I for look sure. forward. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. Great. Uh, we had a great thank time. You. Cheers. I had so Cheers. much fun. Cheers to you guys. Have a great night. Be sure to follow us on social at Uncorked Corner and on the blog at uncorkedcorner.com for a taste of more food and beverage content. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave a comment, subscribe, rate, and review on whatever podcast platform you prefer. Thanks for listening. Thanks.